This is Popaganda, the feminist response to pop culture podcast. I'm Sarah Merck. Hi, this is Sarah Merck, and I'm on the set of a film that's being shot in southeast Portland, right on the banks of the Willamette River. Action! You! Come with me! I didn't cut that wood! A small crew of people are gathered around as director Don Jones Redstone tries to get the perfect shot of a construction worker being chewed out by her boss. It's a simple scene. It's just two actors and a couple lines. But on a film shoot, nothing is simple. Right next to me, sound recordist Marjorie De Ocampo is wearing big headphones and wielding a huge fuzzy microphone. She has to try and catch the actor's dialogue while contending with a train that's running on the tracks to our right and gravel barges barreling through the river on our left. Meanwhile, director of photography Kia Ann Gareths is carrying a heavy camera on her chest, supported by a huge harness that goes over her shoulders. Yeah, this is a great shot. So we're doing an over-the-shoulder, really shallow focus. We're going from one person to another. So... Everything's all nice and pretty, diffused because there's clouds, and that's what we were hoping for. So. This film is called Sista in the Brotherhood. It's a short film about a young black woman who struggles to prove herself in the male-dominated field of construction work. That plot may hit especially hard for the all-female crew of this movie because the film industry, too, is male-dominated. Recent studies show that for every woman working in the film industry, there are five men. Ready? Yes. All right, places. Quiet on the set. Roll sound. Roll cameras. Scene 14A, take two. Action. She f***ed up the whole pile, Red. That's not true. Shut up. That's right, I didn't cut that wood. Come with me. The gender inequality in film and TV has been a huge conversation recently. I am sure you have heard the statistics about women in Hollywood. You can pick any of the statistics. They are all depressing, whether you're talking about women on camera or behind the camera. You know, women have only 30% of speaking parts in the top 250 grossing films in the U.S., or female actresses are routinely paid less than their male co-stars, or women of color direct only 2% of TV episodes. The thing about these statistics is not just that they're bad, but that they haven't gotten any better. The number of women working on major Hollywood films has not budged in nearly 20 years. Usually, the discussion around women working in Hollywood goes something like this. Why aren't there more women in Hollywood? Why aren't there more female directors? We need to encourage women to get into film. Of course, we should encourage women to get into film and TV. But actually, there is not a lack of women in the world who want to make film and TV. There is a lack of women in the world who are being hired by studios and production companies to make those big-budget film and TV shows. Destry Martino is a writer and director in Hollywood. Last week, she launched a website, The Director List. The site highlights the work of female directors from around the world and also hosts a searchable database of over 850 female directors. What the database makes clear is that while there are literally hundreds and hundreds of female directors wanting to work, it's very rare for women to even make it onto the lists of potential directors that studios would consider for a project. We saw this, for example, with the 2014 film Selma. We will not tolerate agitators attempting to orchestrate a disturbance in this state. It is unacceptable that they use their power to keep us voiceless. 
Selma was one of only three major studio-released films last year that was directed by a woman. But the studio behind the film reportedly went through five male directors for the project. Stephen Frears, Paul Haggis, Michael Mann, Spike Lee, and Lee Daniels. Before the film's star, David Oyelowo, argued strongly to offer the gig to Ava DuVernay. Ava DuVernay went on to be nominated for Best Director at the Oscars for her work on Selma. Just two years before, she'd won the Best Director Award at Sundance for her feature film Middle of Nowhere. So when the studio was looking around for a director to work on Selma, why wasn't she on the list to begin with? That's part of why Destry Martino made her website The Director's List, to literally put women on lists of potential directors. For her master's thesis, Destry Martino researched the question of why film studios don't hire more women, when there's lots of qualified women out there. It's more complex than I can just say in you know a simple sentence, but there, of course, is institutionalized sexism and cultural barriers that keep women out. There is uh, the, the idea that um, women only direct a certain type of genre, you know, so that would exclude them from a lot of studio films. There's the impression that women don't direct action or there are women that don't have experience. There aren't any women that have experience with action, which is also wrong. You can search on action on the, in the director list database now and find people who have the experience. And then I also talk to people all the time who have the interest in it. It's just um, a lot of mythology, I think, keeps women out on, you know, just beliefs that are... Incorrect. So let's get this straight. There are thousands of women working in film, but they appear to be systematically not hired for jobs by film studios and production companies. And we have data that shows that this problem has persisted for at least 20 years. That is not a quirk of a Hollywood boys club. That's discrimination. Likely, gender and race-based discrimination that's against the law. That's why in May, the American Civil Liberties Union decided to step into Hollywood. Hi, my name is Melissa Goodman, and I'm the director of the LGBTQ Gender and Reproductive Justice Project at the ACLU of Southern California. Despite film companies and Hollywood stars coming out to say that sexism is bad and we should support women in film, not a lot has changed in the industry in recent years. That's why, Melissa says, it's time for a formal investigation of how discrimination occurs in the film industry and how we can end it. We decided that the time was now to change the conversation a bit and try something new because it seems like um, this is not a new problem. This is, in fact, quite an old problem and a problem that has existed very openly for decades. Um, The state and federal civil rights agencies have a great deal of of resources and experience tackling um, industries that have hard systemic bias issues, and they know how to do it. Um, And frankly, we're hoping that that they take a look and really, um, you know, either look at some of the worst employers or sort of look systemically at everyone and, and, you know, pull people in and, and try to come up with some new, new solutions. Because what, what's, what's needed, um, I think, at this point is, is external oversight. You know, year after year, um, it's well known within the industry and without that these gender disparities occur. And though there's been internal industry efforts uh, to address the problem, the problem has not gotten better. The numbers have not changed. The, you know, if anything, some of them have changed for the worse. So that, that means that internal actions are not working and something else is needed.
The takeaway here is that women are working on lots of films. They're just not likely to be the big budget films you might see in theaters across the country. The word indie gets thrown around a lot in pop culture. But in film, it actually means something. A film project that's created without support from a major studio or distributor. In part because of rampant sexism in the studio industry, women are much more likely to make indie films than big budget ones. For example, remember the film Sista in the Brotherhood, whose Riverside set I visited? Quiet on the set. Roll sound. Roll cameras. That film isn't financed through any kind of Hollywood studio. The people behind the project fundraised thousands of dollars themselves to begin production on Kickstarter and got a local arts grant, too. Researcher and filmmaker Destry Martino explains that indie films made by women often tell stories that are different than what you'd see out of major studios. You know, a lot of times when women uh, create stories, it's from their experience, and you see a more authentic female experience on film. And if that's not getting into the larger stories that are seen by um, you know, the, the, the audience that studio films get to, then we're having we're getting a very skewed version of the female experience, and and that's really obvious when you look at uh, most a lot of the studio films that come out where women are more sexualized. There are fewer uh, significant female characters. You know, uh, there's a lot changes when you start looking at the studio films compared to independent films. The message I hear is this: there are many, many capable and creative women working in film, but it's still so rare to see a major film set where there's more than a handful of women. Major studios and distributors need to recognize what we already know. Women are great at making films. Y'all just need to get on board and hire them to make movies. Yeah.